0: first started doing this podcast uh and we linked everything up through all the socials and facebook was a thing we knew there's a possibility of there being some strange people messaging us on facebook and it's happened a few times we've had people message us to request a specific show for us to review uh we didn't have anything to review that week so we did that show and then he just replied the following week with asking us to review that show again um, I don't know if you wanted a different take on it, or if you didn't listen, or didn't know how to listen. Um, but that was the thing that happened one time, uh, years and years ago. I think this was roughly right around COVID times, like twenty twenty, maybe, maybe earlier.
1: Do you remember uh, what the show was?
0: No, I do not. Um, I'd have to dig it up and see if I can find it.
1: I have some saying, because it's a whole new gang, basically. We could technically review it. And no, make we're, not do, no we're, not,
0: we're not doing that again. That's We're, we're not playing into these, these people's twisted fantasies, okay?
1: We we, we literally have
2: an archive okay. for that region if they want to hear that, re- yes. re- that particular show again. Uh, but they'll well, they
0: get
1: my take on it.
0: Technically, Jared, the archive, if you haven't looked recently, I had done some updating and removed uh, a big chunk of the archive. It's going to the Patreon. So only episodes that had our friends on or had wrestlers on uh, survived the mass deletion. All the other stuff is going to go to the Patreon as classic episodes.
2: Patreon.com forward slash guide. There you go.
0: But anyway, uh, I we got some, some messages uh, over the weekend. At least uh, they alerted me that we had some messages over the weekend. So... Now I call one with somebody was not
2: going to cover a show next month. And I don't know if we'll be able to review it. I don't know if it's dreaming, but we'll,
0: here's the fun thing about that. It's going to be on IWTV. It's a full on death show. It's from Michigan. Well, uh, we'll
2: bring it, we'll bring it up on the
0: calendar when it comes up. I'm sure Yes, we will promote it that way for you. Um, thank you for reaching out. Anyway, the other message that we got was from a gentleman named Adam who sole message was I am Rebecca Curtis Perry, number one sponsor forever and fan. And I was like, oh, oh, okay, I don't know this person. Did we talk about her before? And I looked through some stuff, and we've never covered anything she's ever been in. So I don't know why he decided to tell us this. Um, Upon further inspection, he is definitely obsessed with this woman to the point where he has a shirt with her photo on it that that says Rebecca Perry's, Rebecca Curtis Perry's number one sponsor and fan forever. I that's want to throw it concerning. out there that she
2: does not actually wrestle under that name, from what I can gather. And wait. he has
0: this listed on his on his Facebook under his name that he is her next boyfriend and number one sponsor forever and fan until Jesus returns. So,
1: so wait, nice. wait, 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 hold on. So when Jesus returns, he's going to stop being a fan.
0: I'm assuming he's going home when Jesus returns, and that's that's not going to be a thing anymore.
1: <laughs> Will there not not be any wrestling in heaven?
0: I guess not. Not in his heaven. <laughs> just, uh, just dishwashing at Pizza Hut.
2: Okay, I, I can we assume the, like the good play? Can you get put into like different neighborhood? Can you just gonna be in a different neighborhood than she will be? Like I, I have no clue on it. I,
0: I honestly, if it was him and he's this obsessed, I would assume that he would assume that he's gonna get put in that same neighborhood, and all his dreams will come true.
1: Well, here's the, he's not even talking about death. He just it seems like he's talking about just the rapture. He's expecting to get raptured.
0: I just want to know why he insisted on telling us this through a message. <laughs> Out of nowhere. Uh, why? Who are we? Does Ugh. he just message random people with this information? That's There's what I so want to There's so much know. to
1: unpack. This is his thing. He wants to let everyone know how much he lost this. I, I, do,
0: I did not consent I'm so, to be I put say into this man's face. fetish. I, I did not consent to be put into this man's fetish, okay? I did not consent to be a part of this.
1: He didn't respect our boundaries. No.
0: And so I'm not respecting his because we're talking about it on a podcast this week. (laughs) As
1: we talked about, it's very important to respect boundaries. I I would never I think we need to
0: I think we need to message him back and see what this is about. I feel like we should do this and we'll tell you what happens next week.
1: (laughs) You should let me do it. Yeah. I don't have to do it. The I
0: marcy i will let you come up with what we're gonna say in return and i will then i'll share it with the group when he responds if he responds
1: okay but first i have to lead off with a bark just make that cl- you know just send an arf right now right right now <laughs> just send an arf <laughs> it's on brand for me it'll work it'll confuse uh, him it'll tell it will throw him off his guard at least all right let's see what happens yeah, here
2: yeah any of you guys want to know why women are in to talk to men that guy right there that he why
1: oh yeah men like that are just everywhere it's terrifying
0: okay i replied arf arf. hell yeah <laughs> <laughs> oh as you could tell josh ain't here to reel us in so it is what it is until he gets here we're off yeah, the josh we gonna be around, the one to reel baby. again <laughs> josh we're really gonna be the one to reel
2: again really
0: uh, he probably wouldn't have let us send that uh, text message. I have a feeling. Well, <laughs> he probably I mean? would have defended the guy, I feel like, a little bit. He would have been like, ah, you never know what it is.
1: He, the guy says he's gonna date this woman. That's not normal. <laughs> this, this woman is married with adult children.
2: She even, because she had grandchildren in her profile, dude, she don't give a shit about you. Just no,
0: but he has a shirt that has. But what he says if? that he is her number one sponsor and fan. It's the best. And there's wrestlers taking photos with this guy, and it's on his shirt. It's the best. I love wrestling. It's so
2: great. I feel like I feel like there are women who go on TikTok and bitch about guy like that. Matter of fact, I don't even I act matter of fact, I know there are. <laughs> I keep showing on fucking we feet. should
0: invite him to drop kick diabetes. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Well, can, you that,
1: get oh, can you get her booked for it? Now that
2: Valvina and Kendrick are, are off the show, he might become the most problematic guy on that card at that point.
1: Oh wait, Kendrick's off of too now.
0: Yeah, and that? they lost the venue. No.
1: Yeah, they they had to
2: change venue. Be it, be it, be it, enough people finally told the Jewish Community Center, "Hey, you probably don't want the guy in your building because of this."
0: It wasn't it me was, this time. I didn't even do it. I I just let them suffer, and somebody else did it. They were smart enough to call and let them know. They're gonna let a Holocaust denier in their building. Good luck with that, you dumb fucks.
1: Well, it's no longer the most ironic venue, I guess. Uh, <laughs> going to be a Penguin Kitty Brewing
2: in downtown Youngstown now.
0: Hope nobody is uh, anti-penguin.
1: I, I can't. I can't wait for them going. How can you have children in a brewery? You know that call coming.
0: How can you have diabetes in in a brewery?
1: Very easily, actually. There's there could be sugar all over the place. Oh yeah, depending on what they if they if they, if they brew a cider, forget about it. You're done Holy for. shit. Dear Jocelyn song.
0: Jocelyn just posted on Twitter her beating the fuck out of Ziggy at Ziggy's house. She pulled up to Ziggy's house and they're fighting out on her porch.
2: Gotta, gotta push that last minute. That, 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 that is fucking
0: fire right now. Holy shit. Oh, goddamn. I can't believe that just happened. Holy Wild. shit. Uh, wow. I love it. I can't wait, man. That match is going to be fucking sweet. Hell yeah. It started off hot. I cannot- Good candidates
2: had more shrine coming 30 bell time. Walk one fight pluck if you can't make it.
0: Quick before we get into everything else, let's give a shout out to our four patrons. We have our buddy Zach. We have our buddy Bagelmonger. We have Chris. And we have our buddy Brock. Hell yeah. So thank you all to our patrons in the ten dollar tier
2: brock with the best barbecue in the state of ohio
0: yes and he's going to be at absolution and the hardcore tournament so
1: i'll thank guys gonna be at the hardcore tournament yeah that's desperately needed
0: i don't know i don't know if he's bringing food i just know he's coming to to the shows so i don't Uh, know if he's making food
2: i I hope he's making food because those hot dogs they had last year were not
0: well here's the thing that company controls all that so they could say no to him coming so that is true if he wants to bring it in his trunk and then just take people over to his trunk and sell it that way, that might be a thing. Just saying, I will definitely, uh, buy some, uh, trunk barbecue from Brock. I'm just saying, uh, also <laughs> at that show, uh, Marcy and I, and JB are going to be on uh, mm-hmm. puppy patrol. Yeah. So when Ziggy is busy tearing it up in the hardcore tournament, we will be watching one young Rupert, Master Rupert, her puppy that she's bringing. And we got some special surprises. We're going to be doing a super duper limited 8x10 for that show, and that's going to go out to all of our patrons. They're going to get that exclusively in an exclusive color.
1: Do we have a set date when people want to be patrons if they know they want to get that?
0: before august 1st you want to join before that Uh, i believe it's august 7th is when uh, we get our payout and uh, then we will mail those out so you want to be a patron and get a super exclusive 8x10 print that may or may not feature ziggy and her dog rupert uh you might want to join that patron uh very soon uh also available on there we have uh, a bunch of quickies with marcy and i just released the patron exclusive interview with author chris landis so yeah and uh how about we talk about what's on this weekend and uh then we can get into having the Undertaker on
1: and maybe i don't be spicy this week what's on, what's this, on weekend?
3: this weekend
2: Okay, over on the fight TV kind of thing, Game Changer Wrestling Friday night eight o'clock. They'll have their Now and Forever twenty twenty three event. I'll be taking place live. That'll have East The of Jordan Oliver and Nick Wayne defending the GKW Tag Team Championship against the Booker making red and Brian Excel at the match in twenty twenty three. I feel like I get out a lot with GQW. <laughs> Sometimes uh,
1: you gotta lean into nostalgia a little bit, you know. Okay. On the uh
2: pay TV side of fight, Triple Mania twenty-one. Uh, twi- uh, thirty one. Triple Mania thirty one starts <laughs> this weekend. They're in Tijuana on Saturday at seven o'clock, twenty-two ninety-nine for that particular card, or you can get a bundle for all the triple mania events for the year for fifty-nine ninety-nine. Uh, impact got their claim anniversary Show on, on Sunday at eight o'clock as well. That's thirty-nine ninety-nine on fight. Or if you subscribe to Impact Pluck, I think you'll be able to get that there. I'm not sure about that. Don't quote me on that. But the big one, the most important one, the one we care about, Thirty Saturday, Absolution 16 from the Tadmore Shrine. We brought it up earlier. We brought up Jocelyn and Giggy earlier on. Of course, that big main event, Matt Cardona with Steph Delaney and Bill Alfonso. Finally losing the absolute championship to Ike Brono. Yuck yeah, I'm making that call right here. And if that doesn't happen, the Tadmore Shrine may not be standing by Sunday morning. So you want to get your tickets there and be there live if at all possible or fight plus if you're not
1: able to make it. You also if got that, Derek Dillinger. Go ahead. I would say if that happens, it'll just be a rubble, pile of rubble and Fez hats. Derek Dillinger defends the intense
2: championship against Went Barkley. Got Cassius King of Money Shot, Eric Taylor and The Duke against Mickey Montgomery, Kim Holloway, and Balkin Keegan. Uh, there's going to be a Mystery Scramble, Josh Bishop and Tom Lawler, and so much more on that card. That's going to be fantastic. I know several of us are going to be there. So come mm-hmm. hang out with the gang, watch some great wrestling. Had more shine Saturday, 730. 30. Ab pollution, ticketing.
0: Eric Bischoff in the house.
1: Yes. yeah, uh, With a freshly shaved head that he just shaved for charity. you so. going to pester him? You should pester Eric Bischoff. I don't know about what. I was going to let you just... do that,
0: but you're not going to be there. You're going to be doing gay stuff in the woods. So, Yeah, I can't help it. It's okay. I already got to pass. Also, end of the month, my birthday weekend, wrestling shows every single day. It's going to be amazing. I'll be at a few of those. You will be at two of those. It's going to be great.
1: I'm hoping to be a couple of though. We'll have to see where things are at.
0: Yep, hopefully. Uh all right. Well.
1: Over on the <coughs> IW TV side. Yeah, tell uh, us
0: what's on that.
1: We got the, the hot show this weekend is going to be the 2023 Scenic City Invitational. So I'm just gonna kind of run down the the first round matches.
0: Okay.
1: Uh we got Tank taking on Timothy Thatcher, Sawyer Wreck taking on John Wayne Murdoch, uh Noah Hossman taking on Manders. Rico Gonzalez taking on Bobby Flacco, Mike Jackson versus BK Westbrook, uh, IW Guide, perennial favorite, Shaza McKenzie taking on Adam Priest, Eli Knight taking on Landon Hale, and Chug D taking on Jada Newman, and of course, night 2 will have semifinals and final mat, the finals. Uh, there will also be a scramble between BoJack, Lobo Okami, Darian Bennington, Diego Hall, Rico, Rico Gonzalez, and action the action future showcase winner, so yeah, that's the uh hot I'm a big tournament fan, so yeah, check that out.
2: That's literally the only reason and I didn't cancel my IWTV subscription for this month. I'm not gonna lie. won't get to watch it live, but I'll probably watch it over the course of the following week, so
1: yeah, there'll be some bangers on there a i w is top priority to watch this weekend, but you know if you need some supplemental around that, you got something to watch.
0: Doing interviewing marks on the internet that ask the questions that they think are cool to ask. All right. We have our interview guest here tonight, Tom Dunn, the referee uh, extraordinaire, the dundertaker, as uh, some like to call him. So let's get started. I'm going to ask my usual uh, shenanigans. I'm going to pull it up here. I should just have these memorized by now.
1: I'm honestly surprised you don't. You...
0: I mean, I probably, I probably could just read them off, but I like to have just in case. All right, so let's, uh, let's go to. What, do you remember the first match you ever refereed?
4: Yeah, I do. Technically, it was the first one. I did. I ran a show back 2001, and I did. I did referee one of the matches, but I don't even count that. <laughs> um, but the first one was at the Shamrock Nightclub. I think. Oh, that's we- memories oh yeah and, uh, December 2004 I think it was December and it was like a dark match like a tryout match for me and it was something they used to, they they had TV they had like cable access so they would tape like TV shows so this was kind of a dark match and it was uh Tyrone Evans who was Michael Tarver and NXT and Kano versus I think this kid called the nightmare and I think Either Kid Rageous or Guile Corey. So it was that was the match for UWC out, out of Akron.
0: Oh yeah. All right. Uh, my favorite question. It's the worst ring name you've ever heard.
4: You know, I can't really. Th- I've probably heard a thousand of them. So it's so hard to narrow down. I think we'll go. We'll go with like before I was at UWC. So this might have been like 2003. Uh, there, there are some kids. Jared, was it was it Rick's group or was it UWC where like Patrick Hayes and stuff?
2: had uh, What he would do when he did their Krevitt?
4: Yeah, yeah. Fill their Krevitt, Butter Cherry, and Mike, make her come, make her, make her come. Yeah,
2: yeah. That, I, those, those are my go to for that question. That,
4: really? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't know. I think those are pretty money names. Uh, well, in
1: another <laughs> in, in another industry, maybe. Yeah, that that, okay. that was that was definitely that was definitely Rick
2: Group, and I remember that but we were okay. in we were in Patrick Hagen's hometown, and because of his hometown, oh. he would he would go over because the crowd was chanting for Phil. They refused oh. to hear his Latin, They were hit last name chanting Phil 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 Phil. But,
4: okay, I remember that building. I I did a show for Rick there one time.
2: That was my Captain. first show, actually.
4: <laughs> really, Captain that was Tang. my first one. Yeah, so Rick <laughs> Rick's okay
2: yeah not, not necessarily the best not the best gimmick guy if our names go but oh he's an all right guy
0: yeah he's all right uh do you have a pre-show ritual uh
4: not really i mean i'm all banged up so it takes me forever to get dressed so like getting dressed because it's the knee braces and you know all, all the stuff uh i don't wear boots anymore i was wearing wrestling boots and I wear uh, boxing shoes. Now just, I got tired of doing the boots all the time. Boots took boots took 20 minutes, <laughs> but it, it, I mean, I think that's a ritual cause it, it does take me so long with, with the braces and everything. Um, and I, you just kind of think, especially about the first match you're doing that night, you just kind of go over stuff in your head and basically that no real ritual, but I mean, I do that. And I guess it is a ritual cause I do it the same every show.
0: Right. Um, Did you ever backyard wrestle? I know you said you ran a show, but did you ever like wrestle with your friends before that?
4: Hey, that was a backyard. That had Mr. Perfect on
0: it. (laughs) No, no, no. I wasn't saying it was a backyard (laughs) show. I'm just saying, I know you ran a show before. Yeah, yeah, But like. Um,
4: That was, that was like way after like my training and stuff, but it was like somebody like I went to high school with, well, we went to, I went to Mooney, he went to Boardman. So like rival high schools, but he ended up wrestling. He was in a tag team called the Kingpins they did a little bit like CZW and stuff they're okay. uh bowlers. but anyway uh so that was a show backyard like not backyard wrestling like how we know it now like m-dog and Josh you know the videos and everything mm-hmm. but yeah I mean we would screw around like we would do like but it was more like WWF wrestling okay you know, it was we weren't like breaking shit over each other's head or anything. <laughs> so like technically yeah but not what you know.
0: Not to the extreme that uh it is, you know, considered today. Yeah,
4: no, it was like Rocky Johnson versus Big John Stud type shit. Yeah, it right was going to get you hurt. Jayhawk, okay. All right. So
2: you're you're by referee standard, you're a really big guy. There aren't a lot of referees your size. How do you adapt to that? I mean, I know some wrestlers don't care. Some don't like you being in there with them because of how tall you are. So.
4: Right yeah that's i guess my biggest handicap um i'm not very animated in there you know i can't you know i can't wave my arms and stuff and jump around and oversell and everything because that's going to take too much uh attention away like it's 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 too much motion um i try to stay like low you know like not hunched over but when i can i can i try to make myself a little smaller as far as the guys, I mean, there's guys that are almost seven foot tall who don't like it because I kind of screw their height up. I, I don't make them look as big as they as they are, uh, stuff like that. So it goes like the shorter guys or the taller guys. I don't know it, but I think once the initial like, oh, he's bigger than the wrestlers, I you know the initial sighting of me or whatever, they're I think they forget about it. I think the fans or whoever or they're going to forget about it and just watch the match like. You know, as long as the match is entertaining. But realistically, if they notice you beyond that initial
2: shock of how tall you are, you're kind of doing something wrong anyway.
4: Right. Yeah. And I try I try to stay way in the background. I don't I don't know. I kind of know my place. And, you know, the old saying, like, don't be seen till you need to be seen as a referee. And I just try to do that. You know, it's about them anyway. It's not about me getting over. So
2: now, given your height and your size, did you think about doing other sports before wrestling?
4: No, I hate sports. I do not like sports at all. And I, I don't even count what we do. I mean, it's athletic, but I don't count it as a sport. Like, I I was drawn in by the characters and the entertainment. So, yeah, I, I don't know. My cousin, my cousin played for the Steelers. You know, like, we used to go to the training camp and everything. He played, uh, he was quarterback behind uh, Terry Bradshaw. Back, you know, he's got a bunch of Super Bowl rings stuff. But, Yeah. Never, never got into sports, even with somebody like in the family and stuff. I don't know. My dad was never really into it, so I guess I just followed suit.
2: Okay. Now I won't give away the name you initially refereed under, because I thought it was stupid at the time. But they basically, they basically UWK had the referee be character kind of based on who they thought they kind of looked like. Yeah. How how do you feel about refereeing as character? No,
4: no. I mean, we're not there for that, you know. Like once in a while, and I've done it myself, like like a heel ref, like I've done that uh, at a few different places, you know, but there's only so much you can do with that. You know, like how many times is a promotion as a business or a sports promotion or whatever, how long are they going to let a referee who cheats, you know, work for them, you know, if it's a legitimate business. So, I mean, I've done it and I I do my two, three shows and get out of there, you know, but other than that, no, I don't don't believe in the character stuff. I don't like, there's a lot of people, Seems like more and more have gimmicks and stuff, and it's—I don't know. I mean, if it fits, maybe the certain promotion. But like, I'm like AIW, like that would be weird to have like the ref who wears the funny hat or whatever. I don't know. So, or the ref named Jayhawk—that's just weird.
2: Yeah, I I, do not use Jayhawk when I actually wrestle. Everybody, everybody knows me at that. It's stuck. But as far as wrestling goes, I use my real name, and I don't. I, I don't go there.
1: There might be something there with the funny hats, though. You change it up every so
4: often. <laughs> we'll, we'll let the uh, coach. We'll give that to coach. Coach would do it. No question. would have to be like, yeah, whatever. <laughs> yeah,
2: for,
1: sure, for sure, you have to get him one of those like cat in the hat style hats. There you go. Make sure it's black and white stripe instead of red and white stripe, though. (laughs) If
2: you're gonna gonna do it, go all out with it. Oh,
0: maybe we'll do that. We'll get them that for the Halloween show.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Is there a match that was on a card that you really wanted to work, and you get a chance to work for any reason?
4: Not really, but uh, I just like Clemens just did an interview, Dylas do, and he was talking about the. Kevin Nash with uh, Marion Fontaine against Brody Lee and Omega Aaron Draven at one of the resolutions. Yes maybe that one, but that that was one where my size came into play because Brody was what six seven and then Nash you know six eleven, seven foot. They didn't want a referee in there, you know, making Brody look smaller than he was you know I mean Brody was still like three four inches taller than me, but still you know. So that one, yeah, I would have liked to have done that one. I think, but Jake got it. And I, you know, I get it.
2: And DeBarowski, but... told me that story one time when Bakley and Nash came in and going, "How tall are your ref?" and him and DeBarowski go on, "Ah, uh, you'll probably want that one." Okay. Pretty much how that went down. Yeah.
4: So I never heard that. So that makes even more sense. You know, you for the talent. You know, if the talent yeah. says something, especially somebody like him. Okay. Again, but, again you know, I mean it
2: okay I got I got one more for you and I blatantly stole this one from pod Van Dam and I then I'm sure you have answered one of these one when, when you did their show as well the wrestling fleet list oh
4: okay yeah we do I did. It,
2: yeah we do it a little differently though I'm gonna have you pick a number between 1 and 460 and we're gonna pick that one all
4: right
2: uh 320 320 20 there, we are, there 321 there we are Eddie Gilbert or Jeff Gaylord Gilbert talks about this on that tape looking for Mr Gilbert. A promoter named Gordon Garagi uh, was mad at Gilbert for no-showing a, sh- a show or something like that. The guy put a $1,000 bounty on Gilbert's head. Gaylord sucker punched him in the directing room of the sport of the after a TV taping. Eddie, Doug, Bruce Richard, and James Beard were in the office talking. Gaylord showed up asking to speak to Eddie. Eddie walked out of the room, and there was a noise that told everyone something was up. Doug bolted out the door with Bruce and James behind him. Gaylord had cucker punched Eddie from behind, but before he could continue, Doug caught him in the head with a Coke bottle that was not entirely empty, and Gaylord ran out holding his head. Eddie said he wished he'd known what Gaylord was up to, but he would have split the hit money with him
4: and turned it into an angle so they could have both made the money off of it. Do you think that's true? I think it is. Um, only because I just heard that story on one of the podcasts recently, like 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 last week. I can't remember which one it was maybe a road dog, the road dog show. Maybe he was telling an old story. But yeah, I just heard that story. So I think it did happen. People yeah. people are weird. Remember, you've probably heard that the Vern Gagne offered uh, Iron Chic $100,000 yep. to break Hogan's leg. You know, like there's, especially that Southern stuff. I mean, that, that was almost like mafia, almost, like the way they ran things. So yeah, I, I believe that, that someone put a hit on them.
2: Yeah, I, I do know the show that Gilbert allegedly no-showed. He's supposed to be the guy, Booker. They were doing this TV taping in Lowell, It's in, like, the middle of winter. And Gilbert just, like, got, got his money and went, you know what? I'm not going up there. Just, just didn't get on the plane. Oh. I, I know the no-show part of that, Drew. What part as the hit, the bounty, and all that? I can believe it. I don't know, though.
4: Yeah. I've heard, I've heard weird stories, so.
1: All right, Marky, what do you got? In the next five minutes, okay. I don't have much because my big thing is I'm I'm the internet I'm the internet person on this podcast. I'm the cool person. You do not have much of an internet presence, no. <laughs> so I didn't have much to go. See, so what I'm going to do is I'm just going to throw bothers under the bus because he suggested I just ask you about your dick, and that just feels uncomfortable <laughs> to ask someone about. <laughs> That's pretty messed up, right? Like, why would you just ask another person you don't know that well about something like that?
0: Yeah, it's, it was it's more. Rare. It was more of a thing on Marcy's part than on my part. It's just that she's something she would ask. It. But Jayhawk agreed with me that it, that's your realm. That's something you would ask.
1: No, because I respect boundaries. <laughs>
4: I don't know what to talk. I don't know. <laughs> we'll put that on the patron. We'll do a, a special episode. Okay.
0: Back. Okay. <laughs> Marcy, Marcy can uh, rate it. How about that? We'll let Marcy rate it. All right. <laughs> why, why am I getting into situations like this?
2: He just kind of go. All right. We're get getting to it. Go, we're good.
1: <laughs> <It's> okay.
2: <Yeah.
1: laughs> Jeez, you bark, you bark like a dog a couple of times on the podcast, and what happens?
2: Oh. Uh, uh, yeah. does the I,
0: that, this that podcast,
2: have, <laughs> this podcast have to pay for
0: funny bone goalie fan for you so you can rate him? Yeah, we did do that at one time. We did do that. Just think it's just just your time. thing.
1: I don't know what you're talking about. That never happens. Absolutely That's a thing. Now, yeah. did, did, did that get pulled? Tom get no. pulled that episode?
0: probably not. Tom Dunn listens Fuck. to all the episodes. He knows he's he. I, he... I remember that part. <laughs> I, as no, home no, office, had to, had to send you $10. For I'm no very holy embarrassed minutes.
2: right now. <laughs> I, I, even, I even played the part of Conrad to your Bruce Pritchard and asked you how big it was. And you answered <laughs> the question. I did.
1: That, that was the thing that half
0: Jay Gold wow, said he's sorry. getting on right now, so...
1: <laughs> Let's just Help, keep embarrassing drag-
0: Marcy until Jay Gold appears.
1: I'm a professional podcaster. I don't know what you're talking <laughs> I've looked into a lot of podcasts that could came by some of those standards.
5: I'm um, motherfucking done.
1: What's Brothers going on? Fathers was embarrassing me. It was what not happened? fun. Fathers <laughs> was embarrassing me.
5: What
0: was he Marcy doing said now? she didn't have any questions because she couldn't talk about... I told her to ask Tom Dunn about the size of his penis. No, that so he seems me a under bit. the bus. Yeah, and said that I said that. So we had that joke, and then we we're waiting for you to get on, the, so you could ask your questions. All
5: right, good. Yeah, I, I just came from that JCW show, which was it ran a little bit long. Um, they had like five refs at this show for some reason. I don't know why they need so many. Um, but it was not a bad show. It was uh, it was filled with uh, um, lots of big names. I don't know. They had the time splitters, and they had uh. Uh, Lee Moriarty was there and Bishop and Alec Price. And uh, um, they had that uh, Itame uh, Hayashi, Hayashi Shida from Japan. She was against Janai Kai. And then Billy was Billy Starks and Joey Janella, um Blake Christian and the Beast Man, who is just fucking terrible, terrible.
4: He's from around here. Is he? Yeah.
5: Yeah, he he was. West
4: Virginia, but yeah. Is yeah, he
5: the
1: five-finger death punch guy? Yes. Oh. Well, all I know is
5: that is a huge dude and doesn't really move around so so well, but uh, there was like balloons everywhere because it was like Nick Wayne's birthday and Lee Moriarty and he was eating the balloons like that was part of his like uh, gimmick.
4: Yeah, <laughs> he, he does stuff.
5: He, I, I've never seen him before, but um, but my daughter was just like, I don't like that guy. I'm like, that's all right. You, you don't have to like that, dude. That's fine. He's a
4: very nice guy. He's it, I'll say he? that about him. Yeah. 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 He's a real nice guy. Yeah. He used to work like mid Ohio wrestling. I I was his manager.
5: Yeah. So, so I, I don't know how much was covered there. Um, But how did the, uh, and Jayhawk, did you already go over the transition with from like promoter to referee? Yeah. I,
2: I covered most of the referee stuff. I did not cover his, uh, Wait, okay, we, we loosely touched on the promoting stuff. I didn't touch on the managing at all, but I didn't know how badly we wanted to break K-Fabe. Oh, so, oh, can you,
5: care. can we talk about, cause I'm, I'm actually more interested in that in your past, cause you've had, you've honestly been around for a long time, you know, longer than, than most AIW fans, you know, should give you credit for. So, you've been around for a long time. So, what was the, where was the start there? So, the company, if I could kind of backtrack just a little bit, the company was called what again?
4: Uh, what was it called? I only ran one show. Uh, I don't even remember. It was Were, something like regional.
5: Was that? Like, was like it in? Mahoney was it Ohio?
4: Family. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Out of, okay. out of Youngstown. It was in uh, Girard. There used to be a uh, golf. It's called the Golf Dome. It was like a giant, like bubble, you know. And we ran the show inside there. It was a, a driving range, indoor driving range.
5: Do you remember what year that was?
4: Uh, Two thousand one.
5: Oh, you've been doing this a really long
4: time. Yeah, I started training yeah. in like ninety.
5: Wow. Yeah. Wow. So you, so you did that, you did the promoting, you went under the hood for a bit, right?
4: Yeah. And then, yeah. yeah.
5: Yeah. What did you, uh, what did you think about, uh, then where did the transition like turn you? Where were you just like, this is not this, I can't do this anymore in the ring. I need to go to the, to wrestling. I mean, to um, ma- uh, refereeing.
4: uh, Yeah. Um, well I got hurt during training and screwed my knee up really bad. Like had big surgery on it. And, uh, that's why I wear all the braces I was talking about earlier, but, um, I just didn't want to deal with that anymore. You know, like the surgery and, you know, is it going to happen again, again, cause my kneecap would pop out. And, uh, so I just kind of like went away for a while and then 2001 I ran that show and that was kind of a one shot deal. A lot lost a lot of money. It was not too long after nine 11, you know, and it was just bad timing and, uh, it was like a few years later that I just decided like, yeah, I'm kind of bored, you know, let me do something with the, with my training, with, you know, my background in this, like get something out of it. So I had gone to a UWC show in Akron. I still had the, uh, the, uh, program. And I like emailed, uh, Rick Leeb, a guy in uh, Akron. And he said, come to Shamrock. And I did, we talked about a little bit earlier, but I did a little tryout match and I was a referee after that, and I just never stopped. I had no idea if it was going to be a month or a year or what. And it was this almost is nineteen years later. Were you, were you asked
5: about your size yet? About about how the yes. promoters look at you for your size, or did did I yeah. miss that? Yeah, I covered that. Okay, okay, yeah. all right. Um, now Absolution's coming, right? So you've been ref- you've refed a, a ton of Absolution uh, Absolution matches um can you give me let's say your top three that you've been a part of oh boy let's 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 bring out the absolution side of it because we really are like rifling towards it and we're Man. by the time this drops it'll be three days before so you know a hard sell for your side what were the three best that or your top three they don't even have to be the best but you're the ones that you enjoyed the most that you've done i have no idea
4: i i don't like i've done so many of them i don't remember like what show this was on, what show that was on. Like, if I had it in front of me, yeah, but...
5: Well, then give me your top three as far as uh, in the last, let's say, 10 years with AIW. What are your top three that you've enjoyed?
4: Yeah. Yeah. Um, something, I don't know if people would even expect this. I mean, they should. But, like, Alex Shelley and Lee, I did a couple of those. And, like, Alex Shelley's, like, to be, like, you know, five feet away from watching him work is like he's like another level you know there's people that wrestle like him but there's nobody like alex shelley like just as a person and just to see that like the way he leads these guys and like he's so helpful and he's so good And i th- I think he lee obviously lee was good
5: that was like what was, the best of three did they do best of three best of five i don't remember
4: i think they did three yeah i did two of them though yeah i don't, I don't know if i did the last one or not i don't know which ones i did but Th- those were good. I, I really enjoyed uh, Matt Cardona and uh, Prohibition. You know, when his daughter came in and, mm-hmm. and this outside stuff with Chelsea, just everything. Like, everything went so well and everybody played their part so well. And, like, Josh, you know, he went a different route. Like, he was close with M-Dog. M-Dog went one way, Josh went another way. And Josh, you know, he's a family man and everything and uh, career. He's a school teacher. But, he could have been something he is so good and he's still so good and like i love working with him and then uh i'm gonna state derek derek and wes at the uh biggins when wes uh beat uh derek for it yeah that was the match where i've worked with them a bunch of times over the years derek like since he started and i could feel it in the match that both of them just finally hit a different gear like And they never, and they haven't backed off. It wasn't like a fluke that they, you know, Wes had a good match or Derek had a good match. And it just, something about that match, just both guys, and to be able to like see that happen, like right there in front of you, like where it just seemed like it clicked.
5: And they say Derek Dillinger is still bleeding to this day after that match. So (laughs) uh, there was an awful lot of blood in that match. was bad. Yeah. I remember being there.
4: Yeah.
5: But that was like the original leaking Derek. Like, I just, yeah, he was, right. he had that that cross eyed face like over the, when he was in the middle rope. And I think yes. Wes was like retching him. And that was, that match was awesome. Um, what are you looking forward to? Even if you don't work it on Saturday, what match do you want to see? Are, are you like, I would just like stand and, and watch, let's say in Gorilla or stay on the side. And you want to see which one are you looking forward to the most?
4: Um, well, speak, speaking of them, uh, Derek and Wes. Mm-hmm. you know again um and Bro- broner and cardona like broner just came out of nowhere you know over yeah. the last year or two and i did one of his early matches where he just killed weird body in you know, <laughs> <like 15> <laughs> seconds <laughs> but and then maybe the next time i ref for him was him against kingston and it just showed it showed how good he is and and even little things like uh when he wrestled Philly, not this recent one, but a few months back. Um, it might have been at the JT Lightning last year.
0: Yeah, yeah. They wrestled in the first round
4: out Owen Hart stuff. You know, people think he's just killing guys with clotheslines and everything. And he was doing Owen Hart, you know, little spots. Like he's so good and he's such a nice guy. So yeah, like we had two, him on.
5: He was he was fascinating. We enjoyed talking to him. Um, so those are the those are the two you're looking forward to. Now, what would you say? Um, Who's your favorite? It doesn't even have to be AIW. Who's your favorite talent that you've that you've kind of watched as their careers gone on since you've been in the business for
4: so long? Uh, let's see. God, there's so many. It, it's been it's been really cool seeing the the kids from from the academy. You know, like I
5: mean, you've seen them all. You've seen so many classes the last three. Yeah, there's, there's a lot. Him, yeah, and there's a lot of talent in the last you know three to five years that have come out of that academy. It's wild, I mean, look at Bishop, you know, I just saw him tonight. We were just talking yeah. we were talking before his drive back to Ohio. He's huge. People were screaming behind me. like there was there were people there was like some old Jersey ladies like sitting in the back behind me. The whole time he's wrestling, they're going, he that is that Sid vicious? He looks just like Sid vicious. Um, I mean, it was unbelievable, and yeah, i'm yeah. and I'm like trying to turn around and be like, he's much he's better than Sid vicious. So he stop. like you don't have to compare.
4: But, he's um, leaning into it, though. I, I like, like, because he was so quiet. He was he so did. quiet and so nervous. And to see, like, the maniac he's become, it's cool. You know, like, he deserves it. And he's a good kid, good guy, you know. He was yeah, he, he gave me
5: that double fist bump tonight. And, uh, like, halfway through his match, I was, like, I was squeezing my hands like this. And I'm like, it's, why do my hands hurt? I'm like, oh, yeah, he punched me square in the knuckles. Right. Yeah, he's dangerous. Well, he, he does, he, he, uh, he, you know, asserts himself well and he, and he comes off well and people seem to enjoy watching him. So that's, that's a good thing. So yeah, you've gotten a chance to see a lot of transformation from a lot of guys. Um, and you know, I'm looking forward to seeing which ones you're doing on, on Saturday. Cause we'll be there. Okay, yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, you know, I, I had a lot, I know Jayhawk probably covered all the refereeing questions. So I'm, I'm going to, you know, back off a little bit on that. And, uh, send it back over to butters and see what we got um, as far as uh, phone calls and, and our next steps.
2: Actually, before we get the phone calls, if you, do, if you don't mind me hopping
5: in for one more here. yeah, yeah.
2: And, and Managing got brought up and that actually kind of the most fun I've ever had in the business was refereeing matches where you're at ringside and a Mac at Mr.
4: D because no one knew it was you. <laughs> yeah. No one. Everyone knew.
2: Like, like, like literally on, on a rare occasion that my, that my wife go to a show with me, if you're there, like, isn't that Mr. D like, like, yeah, I, I'm like, Hey, Fabe, honey, k But <laughs> how, how did that come? how did that come about? And that was, you did a good, great job with that heel manager deal. That was Thank great. Thank you.
4: Um, well, I, I first, like my first managing was at freak show wrestling. Remember that? I never went to any of their show, but I remember, okay. I do remember that. Existing. Like it was, it was all right. Like Rick Lee was there razor sharp, I think owned a little bit of it. Um, that's, I've known razor forever. Um, but it was you know a lot, a lot of a lot of spooky characters a lot of you know a lot of a lot of friends i don't i don't think it was a lot of like trained guys there but it was it was a place to go work and everything but i did a match one time i was i was a referee there and i was it was a tag match and these guys it was like 20 minutes in and it was terrible and it was killing the crowd so one guy covered the other one i counted to three really fast just, <laughs> just just to end it and i remember the one guy's like hey we still had stuff to do i'm like oh sorry it was that bad and it, but if, you, if you're killing the crowd i mean that's the only time i've ever done that
5: but hey we still had stuff to do
4: <laughs> yeah
5: oh good. no you didn't <laughs> <laughs> really because
0: i counted to three <laughs> You don't have any stuff to do. (laughs) Get to the back and not kill the crowd. (laughs) Yeah,
4: Terrible. So I talked to the guy because I like going there and I would ride with Patrick Hayes. And I said, I talked to one of the owners there. I said, hey, I like coming here. Can I can I just manage Hayes instead, though? They're like, yeah, sure. So and at the time, Hayes wore a uh, white and red uh, singlet. So I went and got red pants and like a white dress shirt, black sweater vest, and like a red bow tie, and that that was my like managing thing, and uh, did that for a while, and then I uh, I went to referee, and my my name there, Jared mentioned the name earlier, so it brought it up, but when I when I started refereeing at UWC, they called me Richard Mall, who was a, like a six six eight actor. He was on yeah. Night-
5: Night court. Yeah. <laughs> so
4: that was my name, Richard mall. And the, the guys would be cute and call me Dick in the back. So when I started managing, I said, I'm going to, I'm going to use that. I'm going to, and I was delicious Dick mall.
0: <laughs> <And, laughs> That's awesome.
4: And the funny thing is, uh, do you remember, uh, sassy Stephanie? Yes. Yeah. She was, she had just started training and she was a ring announcer there. And she was sitting there when I came up with it. We were just talking before the show she loved it. She had no problem saying it. Guy ring announcers, once in a while, if she wasn't there, hated it. They wouldn't. I'm not going to say it. I say you got to say it. It's my name. You know, delicious Dick Mall. <laughs> but she was cool. With it. She Stephanie was great. She was a lot of fun. Um, but anyway, I went to Mid Ohio Wrestling, and they're like, "We're going to bring him in as a referee," but that dick name, no. You know, so I went and refereed as Tom Dunn there, and. They wanted to make me a manager. So I transitioned from referee to manager. And I, I wore basically the same thing, like the red pants and stuff, like the, basically the Patrick Hayes stuff. And I, I had whoever. I think I had Bouncer at one point, J- Nightmare Jimmy Lee, whoever. Uh, I was the only manager, so I'd get a bunch of people. Uh, I was acting up too much, so they fired me. Either fired me or I quit, did a big promo, and then I came back next week the next month with the mask on with basically <laughs> the same clothes. You know, I, was, I, I I think they fired you, but the gimmick was, if anybody could prove it was you, it was like a $10,000 bounty on yeah. you. Yeah. Yeah. They had like wanted posters and shit. It, it was fun. You know, we'd tease it once in a while, but, and after a while, they did want to take the mask off me, but it, it had been years. And I said, no, cause then it's just me. And these people, it, like the, the storylines way done. I said, it's better just to have like, the mask on and that was it so i finished up there with the mask on that
2: could- part was they were a day where i would i would be the only referee because i'd be like can you ref too because you were doing both like they were going to figure that out like yeah. that crowd was
4: not stupid <laughs> there were yeah there were plenty of shows where i did like two matches and then managed in like three of them
2: <laughs> the best yeah. part was i remember remember one time you did like two of the matches before intermission and then i did all everything after intermission and you had to manage like twice after intermission right. And somebody came up to me after the show and went where did tom dunn go i went i don't know he just disappeared in intermission like
0: <laughs> well, tom you've been ripping heaters while we've been talking so what's no. your brand what's your brand
4: yeah, let's well, now there's some mavericks
0: <laughs> all right
4: maverick go- maverick gold because they're healthy they're not so if you want to be
0: cool and hook uh, tom Dunn up with some cigarettes to show get him some maverick golds yeah he could
5: he could come out and have some with my brother they, they could sit out there all night together.
0: Yeah, we're yeah. going to have the, uh, by the way, uh, if you don't follow Pam on Twitter, she's been promoting we're going to have the uh, the pre show uh, parking lot shenanigans going on. And uh, it's, you know, bring your own beer, bring your own smoke, uh, that kind of thing. Uh, come hang out and, uh, you know, smoke some, some heaters with Tom Dunn. He'll be there.
4: There you
2: go. Anybody else have anything before we have Butter
5: queue up the voicemail?
0: Let's cue them.
5: Voicemails. Hello. No one is available to take your call. Please leave a message after
3: the tone. You <laughs> <laughs> <Ever laughs> call me down. again? I'll kill you. All
0: right. So we have four calls tonight. We me bring it up here. And uh, I'll save Ed for last because I'm sure he's got some interesting stuff to say. So let's go with our first call. As always, it's the other JB.
1: Hey there, indie wrestling guy. It's the other JB here. Um, sorry, I'm not calling for my uh, normal setup, so the call's going to be a little different. Time got away from me, getting ready for this camping trip. Whole lot of stuff. Anyways, so um, quick question for the panel this week: um, Are you are you more uh, Pyre Cake people? Uh, kind of come up because today's my uh, brother's birthday. Not the one that kind of looks like Hook. Some other guy. Um and someone was um someone was over and was like, eh, I'm not a huge fan of cake. Um, they were more of a pie person. So I guess that opens the door. Pirate cake people for the panel. And what's your favorite kinds already? Let me know.
0: So pie or cake. Ooh. Tom, you get to, you get Uh-oh. to leave this off.
4: Okay. Uh cake by far. I don't really like pie. I like maybe a half a piece of like cherry or apple or something, but I really don't like it. It's too like too much stuff. Too right much on. like gunk but yeah cake i like cake just
0: what kind of cake it's so basic though <laughs> you have a specific type of cake that you like
4: yeah like i like like chocolate cake you know like okay. i'm not and i don't like the frosting on like uh like birthday cakes like the, too sweet too much stuff so that's I've been, it i've cake. been
0: finding if i'm forced to eat cake uh it's best to have it with ice cream cuz then you can mix the cake with the ice cream and it uh goes down a lot easier um cool. i mean i'm a cupcake guy i don't need i don't like uh, Ooh, pie. pie, I don't like cake. I like cupcakes. They're just you know a small little bite, and you're one and done, and you don't have to fiddle around with a bunch of shit. So,
1: oh, it's funny you mention ice cream because I I'm pa- a pie girl. Is because what you do is you get the pie nice and like heated up, and then you put the ice cream on top of the pie, and like a nice cherry or apple pie. A plus. Okay. No, but then but
5: ice cream cake is the key. You get a real or you get a su- I, I like super sweet chocolate cake like if i'm gonna eat dessert i need my eyes to like tense up knowing how sweet it is <laughs> but cho- i do i can't if i'm gonna eat savory all night and then i need something like really sweet to like break it but ice cream cake you want to do all that pie is garbage you don't need all that you're missing filling thing
1: the fruit and the mixture of the ice cream is oh it's so good I, i'm not a fruit
5: in my dessert guy like i could eat fruit like for like a pre like appetizer like you put out like a charcuterie or whatever but like I'm not eating fruit in cake. I just don't like it. Just tarts, all that stuff. I don't like any of that stuff. Just, just sweet, super sweet chocolate, and anything that's like extremely sweet, I'm in for it. As far as cake, you see, I, I,
2: I can go either way, pie or cake. I like them both, but and I haven't had it for a while. Going with my dad's favorite cake when he was when he was still around, but I love a good pineapple upside down cake. You get a nice soft wheat, yeah, white cake, and get the pineapple and the cherry on top. Mm good shit there. I do agree with Marky, though, about get, about getting um vanilla ice cream, having it mulled on top of a warm with cherry or apple pie, though. Get the cherry mixed in with the ice cream. That's perfect.
0: Uh, all right. Up next is Derek Dillinger.
2: Hello, this is an avid listener, friend of the show, Derek Dillinger. I have a couple of questions for referee Tom Dunn. Actually, one of the things is a gripe. I have, like, an issue. Um, I've been hearing some rumors, Tom Dunn, that you gifted
3: the Dundertaker chokeslam to Big Sam Holloway. Um, I'm kind of upset by
2: this and a little bit offended. Um, so please explain that. Um, number two question, or number one question, explain the origins of the Undertaker and the, the mystique behind the, the Tom Dunn chokeslam. And then my final
3: question is I want you to tell your favorite story of our friendship. I
2: don't know what it is. Um, I just want to hear you talk about me. All right,
1: I love you. Affirm Derek, please.
4: Okay, Uh, the chokeslam. Well, yeah, I I had a little talk with Sam Holloway about stealing my move. And since he wrestles way more than me, I decide he could do it instead. I mean, maybe we're going to do, maybe he'll let me borrow it once in a while. But as for now, yeah, yeah, that's Sam's.
5: Yeah, but it's play. only the Dundertaker choke slam when you do it. So it, uh, anyone else, it's a choke slam. For you, it's a it's the Dundertaker choke okay, slam.
1: Yeah, we'll do it that way.
5: Yeah, just yeah. yeah. so sit like only
2: when Out with old, it. Can't out with it. Out with it. Quick, a different move. Yeah, it's yeah. a side sit out. Yeah, sit so out,
0: choke slam. Now the Dundertaker character itself. When did this first appear? <laughs> and what's the mystique behind that? Because Dundertaker um, has, has been a a softly spoken about rumor for many times and we've recently seen him appear and handle business during the uh josh prohibition (laughs) pme feud
4: oh yeah god he that was great he took a beautiful one um (laughs) no the the first time i did that um matt justice ran a, a group for a couple of years and uh what's this probably about 10 years ago and he ran a little show, like a bot show at what, Lake Guilford, Guilford Lake. What's that like? Kind of close to me, whatever. And say like around Salem, maybe I forget where it is. Columbiana.
0: Yeah, around
4: Salem. The first couple of dropkick shows were there. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I've been there for that too. And this guy or whatever, the the building like bot, you know, did a bot show, except he didn't tell anybody. So there were like six people there and so everyone was just kind of screwing around and i had to work that day and at the time i worked at a scrap yard so i went right from work i had boots on and you know like jeans and a hoodie or something and they did a battle royal at the end of the show and i said i want to win it they're like whatever <laughs> <laughs> i think it went down to me and eric ryan and i i was really close with eric I guess I still am and just haven't, we, we haven't talked, you know, he's, he's doing his thing all over the place now. And, uh, but anyway, like, I'm like, let me give you a choke slam. So I did and I maybe threw him over the rope or whatever. So I won this like battle Royal in front of three people, but then the other guys started feeding in and boom, boom, boom. And I, by the end of it, I choke slammed everybody that was in the battle Royal. <laughs> Hell yeah. so that, that's kind of where, it, where it came from. Um, I'm assuming Matt Roby was on the show and cause that's who I would give the choke slams to after that, like back, you know, back in like the Mount Carmel days and stuff. So Rex Brody, Matt, Bro- uh, Matt Roby. So yeah, that's kind of the origin of it of nobody came to a show and I was there screwing around.
0: So. <laughs> and what is your favorite uh, Derek Dillinger memory?
4: Oh, so many. Probably off the top of my head, like when, when we went to see ICP uh, at the uh, Agora, and this is again, it is like eight, nine years ago now, but it was uh, me and Derek, Eric Ryan, Jeremy, he was a ref at uh, Mega, and Chris Stark, who was Derek's tag team partner at the time, and, and Mark Andrews the, from WWE, TNA, he, uh, he was in town. So we all went to see ICP it was just a really good day, you know, just all around good people, good day. The the ICP is like insane. Like it was so fun. And like him and Chris went down the pit after, you know, like for the encore and everything. So I don't, I know it's not just him and that's what he, what he probably wants, but, Oh, you know what? No, that was, that was a good day. When, no, when he won, when he won the uh, tournament, when he got, That by far, when he won the tournament against uh, that three way with Mikey and uh, Dom, because I knew how important that was to him, because I've known Derek since he started, like literally, like since he was just coming to shows with his trainer. And uh, I remember looking at him like Dom was in one corner, uh, Eric was in the other corner, but Derek was right across from me when they were doing the intros. And I remember looking at him like I couldn't even look at him. You know, I had to look away because I'm like, this is, it was, it was emotional. It's, it's real sometimes. And, you know, he does, he, be, he pins Dom and uh, they do a little celebration stuff. And I just went, like, kind of took a walk. We were at the Odeon and then I went back and gave him a big hug and stuff. We were both, it, it was very emotional, like, because it's, you know, you get close with some of these guys and you, you see, you know, you see them live their dreams, you know, you meet their parents. You know, Derek's dad comes to the shows and gets to see him wrestle guys they used to watch on TV together, stuff like that. So, yeah, that the, the concert was fun, but the other one was like, that was real.
0: That's one of uh, my all time favorite matches. Uh, yeah, it that was, that was a very special match. Uh, it, was, it, was it was so good.
1: Incre- it was incredible to be there live for that. Yes. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I was ringside right there in the corner by the ramp. And I was, that was like, the match I've been waiting for that whole goddamn night. That whole weekend, that's what I wanted, and uh, him and Dom killed it, Eric in the beginning too, yeah. but uh, him and Dom, and I, I want him and Dom to, like, feud. Like, I want them to, like, have a series of matches because they're so good. I feel like those matches would be so good together, and we just haven't had yeah. it yet. I can't wait for those, because um, I know it's going to happen eventually, and it's going to be so good, um, but that, that match was, I think that was my match of the year last year, actually. Okay,
4: yeah.
0: All right, uh, up next, they did not leave a name, so I guess we'll just uh, go by ear.
2: Yeah, hi, uh, first time, a
5: long time. I'm just uh, calling in for uh, referee Tom Dunn. I know you like to rip those heaters. Um, I'm just curious, where do you do that at the Masonic Temple or Auditorium, whatever it is over there in Cleveland, because it seems like it's on uh, – several floors up do they have a balcony or something or are you just having to like vape it through the night what's going on there thank you very much i'll <laughs> take my call off the air
1: oh
4: i know who that is i wonder yeah i fucking wonder of course garcy knows no there, there's con- there's doors conveniently placed right to the side <laughs> all, all the uh, bad kids we're always outside i'm not gonna i'm not gonna put anyone else on blast <laughs> but yeah, there's a door right there. It's, it's beautiful.
5: Excellent. <laughs> Next time we go there, I have to check it out. Send my brother yeah. out there.
0: And last, but certainly not least, it's pink button time. It's Ed.
5: <laughs> <laughs> oh, Ed, Ed is going to make up for the lack of Stan this week uh,
2: from, uh, hi, And I'm calling in with the questions for, uh, Thomas Dunworth legal name, guys. Um, <laughs> Um, uh, when you did Pop and Damn, you told a story about, uh, Brian Christopher having a bunch of pills in his skinny pack, and that when he shook it, it sounded like maracas, and that's lived in my brain ever since. So I was just wondering if you had any other, uh, cool stories about wrestlers abusing drugs. Uh, you don't want to, like, implicate anybody. Just pick a dead one, like Brian Christopher, who's dead. Uh, any other dead wrestlers you've been around that love drugs a whole bunch? Drugs are so cool. Um... Also, who's the worst dad you know? <laughs> <King Mike. laughs> wow. Um Wow. I, 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 I know you have a Jake Roberts story if you want to share that one for this or if you want to stick with dead records like Ed suggesting, but...
4: Uh, see, I've never actually seen it. You know? Like, no one's ever done anything right in front of me. Uh, he's not dead, so I'm not going to say his name. Um... One guy, he was he was a uh, he'd been in WWF, WCW, ECW, and uh, he came in during the Mount Carmel days, and he 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 wrestled somebody, and after the match, I went over just to say thanks, and instead of well, I probably got a thanks back or whatever, but then I got a whole story about how he got he was on Martin Luther King. I, I forget what city he was in. This is when he was said to use uh, WWF, talking about being on Martin Luther King and buying a bunch of crack and then getting in a car accident and screwing up the rental car and spilling his crack all over the place. And I'm like, <laughs> I just wanted to say good match, man.
5: <laughs> hey, listen, buddy. I don't need the story. Good match. Move on. Yeah. It was, it was something.
4: Excellent. Oh. Wait, there's, there's another part though. Ed, Ed, that was a two-parter from Ed. Oh, you're yeah, going to actually Ed, answer Ed, the Ed, did series. That, another question. Oh yeah. Yeah. It was the worst dad I know. No, I is it even technically? I, I have somebody in mind, but I don't know if it's technically, if he's even technically a dad, if he's never even met two of the three kids. No. I mean, so, hey, whatever. But I don't know. That's, Fair enough. Yeah.
3: <laughs> oh, shit.
4: That's all I got.
5: All right, plugs. Tom Dunn, since we we've enjoyed having you on, and I'm sorry I missed the beginning. Um, but I know I'll make it up to you when I see you this weekend. Uh tell what's your uh what,
4: what do you got as far as plugs go? Oh God. Well, we have Absolution this Saturday, AIW. Uh if you can't be there in Akron, it's on Fight TV. Oh, what else? God, we got the Bill Alfonso tournament coming up. Uh...
0: Russell Rager at the end of August. Oh, Here. so
4: excited for Russell Rager. How about the uh the other one they just announced with a uh, swaggle, Oh,
0: yeah. Uh, uh, Wadsworth. Yeah. Yeah. The Wadsworth. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
4: That's fine. That was a fun one. We had Arn Anderson last year. And Brock Anderson, right?
0: Yeah. 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 Dom wrestled him. Yeah.
4: Mm-hmm.
0: Arn was cool. Yeah.
4: That's awesome.
0: He, uh, he showed you his nine.
4: No, but <laughs> you told me not to say this, but I'm going to, um, we're in, it was in a church. It was in the parking lot of a, a big church. And uh, so we our dressing rooms or whatever. We're in the church and we uh, were in like a conference room. There's like podcast equipment and stuff. And that's where they had Arn set, set up doing uh, autographs, like just for whoever, like not for the fans or anything, just like extra ones. So he's just sitting there and there's a, he's watching football on TV and there are other people in there. And I'm just sitting in one of the chairs and I see him get up. And then he walks like five feet. He's, he was going to leave the room and he's looking at the table and then he like walks and then he, he's in the doorway and he turns around, he's scanning the room. I'm just sitting there. And I'm like, finally, I'm like, what are you looking for? He goes, I can't find my glasses. He was and wearing them walking. They were in his, uh, collar in his, uh, he had a polo on and they were in the buttons like in his chest, like hanging there.
0: Yeah. I've done that before. Yeah, me too. So, uh,
4: and I didn't know how to say it without, you know, saying it like that. Cause it's like, yeah, yeah, they're right there. But, and he, he look he looks down, see the glasses, looks at me and he goes, points at me, he goes, don't tell anyone and walks out of the room,
5: <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
4: but it was, it was pretty cool. Cause it was like the enforcer, you know, like you could see like that old, old four horsemen, uh, coming out of them there.
0: And it came out for a second. Yeah. Yeah. It was cool though. Oh yeah. Marcy, what do you got? You can find me on Twitter,
1: Instagram, Twitch, OnlyFans, and now Blue Sky at Fenboy, boy spelled B-O-I. Listen to my other podcast, Xoverb. Charlie, we did an episode together reviewing Street Fighter the movie starring Jean-Claude Van Damme. That should be dropping this week. I'm very excited. I'm
5: never awesome. invited on the show. <laughs>
1: Don't worry about it. It'll get your turn. Maybe. (laughs) maybe. Uh, Speaking of which, this upcoming Wednesday, check uh, my Twitter because we will be having a special guest as we go record live on Twitch as we will be reading a few episodes of Power Rangers Time Force with Mikey Montgomery. So be sure to check it out live or listen to the audio version when it drops.
0: Hey, Marcy, didn't you do a podcast last week where we should be voting for you?
1: Yes, I did an appearance on Wrestling Cheers. You should vote for me. I don't like. Okay, so here's the thing. I I definitely swayed some votes last time because I was like, I'm gonna. I'll show tits. I don't know. I, how can I top that? Do I have to show? Do I have to show hole to like try to win My this? God, it's Are not you... right because I lost and I had the best card. I'm just using the assets I was given. Life has dealt me a hard hand, so if I can get an advantage somewhere, I'm gonna take it.
0: Maybe you should show feet. I don't know. I don't know about showing other oh, that's, things. But that's see, that's too much of a moneymaker. Just saying.
1: i gotta gotta think about how badly i want to win this right now now
0: you're in last place so i would say you need to step it up and get something going
1: uh yeah those uh (laughs) there might be some hole if i win. Uh oh god nope Uh. oh boy
0: jayhawk
2: (laughs) find me on twitter and twitch and tiktok at ref jayhawk instagram at jayhawk uh, I may or may not be at Absolution, the fan on Saturday. Uh, the following week, I got a double shot weekend coming up in Youngstown, RAPW on Saturday, Dropkick Diabetes on Sunday. That way, you can find me in the near future.
0: Uh, nothing going on with If You Catch My Grift in the near future, as far as I know. We will be at Absolution. We will have stickers. Come get a sticker. Uh, we will also be making a big announcement, uh, some type of prize and contest that's going to be happening on twitter uh and it may net you some uh some free stuff so hey that'll be uh announced during absolution nice
5: please and oh you can find me on uh twitter at jiggle 12 instagram at jiggle 12 i am not digging that threads thing so you can find me there but i don't give a shit um please rate review and subscribe wherever you listen to us and our twitter handle iwguide1 don't go to iwguide that is not us the youtube page and our patreon IW Guide. It's patreon.com backslash IW Guide. Don't forget about our merch store over at brainbustertees.com Wear our faces on your bodies. Check out the stand from Burlington Line. All sorts of good stuff coming. Listen to our podcast, friends. At Odds with Wrestling, the super fantastic podcast. The card is going to change. Wrestling cheers. X over if you catch my grift.
1: And Hiya Bussy, a wrestling adjacent podcast.
5: Check out our other friends, JCP Designs, the official graphic designer of the Indie Wrestling Guide, PWPonderings.com, Time Capsule Toys, Toy Ohio, Rubber City Toys, Big Starks Brand, Set Tab Photo, Michelle Carter, Jose Rodriguez Photography, AJ Small Photography, and Smoke and Jay's Barbecue, the best barbecue in Ohio.
1: Quote. All right, as our special guest Tom Dunn said on Twitter, happy Father's Day to the real dads who don't have to post five-year-old pics of kids they've never met for sympathy likes on Facebook. I kept sing. it relevant to our question. <laughs> Support independent wrestling, everyone. Later. Later, dweebs. See you next week. Bye. I shut your ass up and let
3: the juggalo sing. What is a juggalo? Let me think for a second. Well, oh, he gets butt naked. And then he walks through the streets winking at freaks. With a two liter stuck in his butt cheek. What is a juggalo? He just don't care. He might try to put a weave in his neck head. Cause he can give a fuck less what a bitch thinks. He tell him that a butt stinks. And all that, what is a juggalo? He drinks like a fish. And then he starts hugging people like a drunk bitch. Next thing he's picking fights with his best friends. Then he starts with the hugging again. Fuck, what is a juggalo? A fucking lunatic. Somebody with a rope tied to his dick. Then he jumps out a ten-story window. Oh, what is a juggalo? It's a drug alone. Juggalo, a dead body Well he ain't really dead But he ain't like anybody that you've Ever met before He'll eat Monopoly and shit I'll connect for What is a Juggalo What the fuck, can I- man that don't shit Don't worry about what? my shit, just rap motherfucker What is a Juggalo, he ain't a Bitch boy, he walks through the hills A beat down a rich boy Walks right in the house where you have having supper And dips his nuts in your soup what is a juggalo? Well, he ain't a phony. He'll walk up and bust a nut in your macaroni. And watch you sit there and finish up the last bit. Cause you're a stupid ass dumb fucking idiot. What is a juggalo? He's a graduate. He graduated from. Well, at least he got a job. He's not a dumb punch. He works for himself, scratching his nuts. <laughs> what is a juggalo? A maniac. He powerbombs motherfuckers in the third People. Till they find out he's on stable He said boo your mama through a coffee table a jug-a-lo, a jug-a-lo, a jug-a-lo. The is, What is a juggalo? I What is a juggalo? I don't know I'm down with the When I'm down with my what is the the I figure you wouldn't understand What is